Hey everybody, welcome to the 19th episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian. And I'm your co-host, Levi. And today we're back talking about aberrant phase. Aberrant phase are a math core, shall we, uh, shall we say, true math rock band from San Francisco. You yes. know, it's like it's yes. like with a lot of like the old school math oh, rock. Like I'm gonna compare them to Botch, so yeah, uh, the classics for sure. I mean, of course, you could classify that as math core, and you could classify that as a number of ways. And naturally, I would go with math core. I'd but go with math core, yeah, totally. And uh, yeah, they really they bring back that '90s feel. I was gonna say actually, dazzling Kilman, because it's like proto proto math core again. Yeah. Math math rock before the twinkles. This is what a lot of people say. Or noise core, basically. You know, I think they used to call it. <laughs> Damn. Uh, well said, man. Well said. I, I got to tell you, um, it, it's it's darker in points. Like I. I don't know. It, yeah, it, it yeah. is. It's very dark. You know, it can actually re- it reminds me of something that could be on Skin Graft Records. Oh yeah, awesome! Yeah, they, Hell yeah! They put Hell out yeah. um, they put out the dazzling Kilman I just mentioned, and uh, another uh, a number of other like kind of noisy noise rock bands back in the day. And uh, yeah, so you know, I was like looking on Bandcamp at uh, the Mathcore tag, and I discovered this band who's from my own city, and I haven't even actually ever heard of them before, and so excited to see them live at some point well they you know it's funny because they hadn't put out anything in a couple of years and given the dearth of such music in this area i was like freaking astonished to see there's actually a math core band in san francisco um the scene here isn't as crazy as everybody would think it would be no it's all like it's black metal and crust and death metal you it's know? it's it's black metal and crust it's definitely yeah well definitely. the east bay has all got a lot of like death core and well, even I mean, slam. Yeah. Seen a lot of slam bands out there. Uh, Oakland and San Francisco claim that crust and black metal for sure. Yeah, there's really not, um, there's really not a whole like wide variety of extreme music out here, so aside from like Name and Wolf King. I feel like after the Pound left, everything kind of started dwindling. Absolutely, at that, point. Yeah. that that was like the, the height of the scene here, in my in my opinion. I went to a lot of the Pound shows back in the day, and that was that was by far the best venue that I've I've ever experienced. Um, anyway, getting on a tangent there, just again, San Francisco, so awesome to see that there's a band like this in our area. Um, and we actually had the pleasure of premiering their EP, um, you know, when it first came out, End is Near. And, you know, they have like a lot of like Dillinger Escape Plan elements. One song really, uh, my, the one that we're actually going to talk about, uh, reminds me a lot of One of Us is the Killer. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, I would definitely compared uh, just the instrumental uh, side of this to Botch and Dillinger. I got mm-hmm. really that big influence there. Um, I, once again, I just am really excited to see these guys live. Would love to see just these four tracks played live. I'm assuming it's going to happen soon. You know, they should really go on tour with like Seizures or Feral Lux because they're all like in the same like Botch, Cave-In, like Converge kind of. Them and Feral Lux? Yeah. Awesome. Yes. That would be a great tour, uh, tour package, whoever books tours. And um, so we're going to talk about... Track one? Yeah, End, which is track one from End is Near. Good and choice on track one. It's just, it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's uh, it starts off nice and easy, and it, again, it kind of just eases you into something uh, a little harder. And uh, again, End is Near came out on February 27th of 2018. Here we go.
All right, that was End by Aberrant Phase. And that's off their new album, End is Near. And that came out on February 27th of 2018. Dude's vocals even sounded like Greg's there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really dig that. The rest of the EP is excellent as well. Yep. All right, so next we're going to talk about Euclid C. Finder. That's, uh, for those of you wondering about the spelling, that is... E-U-C-L-I-D-C hyphen finder. Pretty fucking easy to find on Bandcamp, for sure. There wasn't another one of those. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no. That is definitely a unique phrase, which is what I think you need in this day and age. That's, you know, it's yeah. just It's so challenging when, you're, when your name is a band like Thank You or <laughs> my, my cousin's band. I mean, so good. it's so an good. amazing name. <laughs> and it just sets you up for a great conversation every time. Um but anyway, uh, Euclid C Finder is a one-person mathcore grindcore project from Baltimore, Maryland, and um, you know we've kind of been shying away. I'll be honest from from doing one-person projects as of late. Um, but it's been the, a topic of conversation for sure. Yeah, we we know we go back and forth. I think it really has to be exceptional right now. Um, I I really as much as I want to promote like one-person projects, if it's just a um, you know a one-time thing, it's it's definitely more. I feel like it's it's a better thing to promote a, a band that's actually gonna perhaps tour and I was gonna say I, go for perhaps maybe years and not even a even like it's just a, a studio band. I mean, there's there's studio bands that consist of more than one said person, you know, and they don't tour either. And I think that's the whole thing. It's like once I dig you, it's like well, why do I even want to buy a shirt if I can't even like what what am I buying the shirt for? Because like I can't buy the shirt at the show. Like there'll no be like I mean yeah, it just takes away like the fun of like experiencing like. Well, that being said, you, you got you got to support DI, you know DIY artists. Um, so that that's the whole point of this fucking podcast too. So when you say artist, when you just say artist too, then I mean it's like I I do purchase paintings, I purchase prints. That's one said person, right? You know, so you know. All like, this being said, we still give these uh, projects. A listen, you know, you know, regardless of whatever we just oh, said, absolutely. we still give them consideration. We absolutely. give them plenty of consideration. Sometimes Levi and I go back and forth about a project for, for months. <laughs> so what I'm saying is like the, why it's been a conversation lately is because like we're like this band's tight, this band's tight, and then we're like holy shit, Christian, there's fucking four one piece bands yeah, on this we, one like on one person project. Yeah. Sometimes we get inundated with those kind of submissions, and um, you know, I guess we're maybe we're trying to keep it a little. Um, Man, maybe I'll diverse, just go. So. You know what? Maybe I'll just go fifty fifty on this. I'm actually really stoked that there's that many fucking people out there just pumping out brutal shit by themselves and just doing. It is. Them. It is a great thing. I mean, the again back to the the whole internet age thing. Arms, yeah. for, you know, frontier. They've all, those are great projects. I mean, yeah. They started out as just one Yeah, one never meant to project. come off negative, but yeah, definitely, like, it just sucks that if I don't get no, to see it, you tour, that, you know, it's like, ah, fucking damn it, like, all right. Well, again, it just, what, what I was trying to say is that there's there's clearly more incentive to promote a, uh, a band that will potentially actually play shows and maybe potentially go places. And um, This is a, a MySpace reference, but there was um, uh, a guy, uh, he went under the name Plaguebringer, uh, that was the, the band, and it was one of the first bands that I fell in love with in the early 2000s. Uh, the music was on iTunes, very well marketed for just being one person. But I literally jammed this band. You remember for, Girlfriends? Uh, yes, Girlfriends too. Fucking literally great. I, like one man emo. Girl, you know what? Girlfriends might be another one. Project. Girlfriends might be another one where I jammed it for a very long, like months, without recognizing or just realizing that it was one person. You know, <laughs> and Plaguebringer. I literally purchased Plaguebringer's uh, music. And then afterwards, it was like, you mean I've been listening to a, one dude for a year? Like, that is crazy, you know? But, you know, it's, um, you know, that, 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 the, the ender of like that digital grind kind of shit, you know? Totally. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's, 
again you, the, the internet it just gets given us it's given us access to uh, a huge network of people so yeah i even like come over here like to christian's place sometimes and he's just like pumping out music and stuff and it's just yeah just one dude making brutal music in a fucking living room you know <laughs> sometimes you just gotta you gotta let one loose yep uh back to euclid then yeah so back to euclid c finder so um again this this is a one-person project that absolutely warrants coverage it, it takes me back to like 10 years ago uh, back to the whole MySpace thing. Take this, a drink, everybody. Dude, this is right. Uh, this is a textbook screamo grind band. I would like to say. Yeah, I mean, it it has elements of of both and uh, of mathcore too, and it really recalls old number twelve for me. On that that being said, which blended October of course Skyline, all three of those going, things. Yeah, you know? so, yeah, yeah. We're on the same page there. Yeah. Just perfectly in in a, a sassy too. That third track is really sassy in like a, a Blood Brothers kind of way. Oh wow! Do you know what? I didn't write it down, but I'll totally agree. Sassy. That's a mm. really good way to put that. Bring in the sass. The fucking, like, 3-1-G back in the day, they produced a lot of sass. Like, every band had a little element And that's that. making a comeback. You know, you've got, uh, you got CU Space Cowboy, and the, the Callous Cowboys are pretty sassy, too, I'd say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, let's see. What are we listening to? We're going to listen to... I think we should listen to the last track, because it's just got that amazing amazing outro with excellent lyrics i i really enjoy the lyrics i gotta say i really kept coming back to this one over and over again um i would like to say also uh, i wore out my listens on this one for sure so believe it's uh name your own price everybody boom all right so we're gonna listen to the last track which is october 31st 1994 and that's please, please don't tell me that's the date you were born <laughs> It, it must be. Levi's feeling acutely aged right now. My back hurts. Aged. <laughs> aged, shall we, shall we say. And uh, that is off Euclid C. Finder's album, A Standard Basis. What is it? A Standard Basis for the Set of All Discontent. Dear God. <laughs> Quite verbose, but still compelling. And Thanks that came out lyrics, on... Yes, thank you for that, exactly. Uh, and that came out on February 26th of 2018. Here we go.
right, so that was October 31st, 1994 by Euclid C. Finder. And that's off a standard basis for the set of all discontent, which came out on February 26th of 2018. All right, so next we're going to talk about Zuleta. And it's spelled Z-V-L-E-T-A, the V stylized for the U. R-A... Screamo, post-hardcore band from Puebla, Mexico. And they play a blend of post-hardcore, Screamo, again, um, a little bit of mathcore. You know, there's, there's, some, there's some mathy bits in here, too. Yep. Um, so it's a really fun listen, especially since it's only a two-piece. Uh, the production value is also excellent, too. Like, the drum sounds are just super crisp on this record. Um you know, and stylistically, it's kind of like jumping all over the place, but it's still somehow really cohesive. It's uh, we're, this is going to be like a recurring theme throughout this entire podcast, I'm guessing, because it's like we're doing a lot of like post-hardcore, like, like kind of math, like, yeah, mathcore yeah. kind of like crossover bands, which is really becoming a a big thing as of late. You know, and just back to that whole emo math rock thing, like <laughs> it's so funny how those two. After I watched that video recently, no, I just I totally agree. Those two genres have been sort of conflated they've been confused ultimately that somehow now emo and math rock are synonymous with one another just like post hardcore and and emo and math core kind of all crossing over there um which is sort of interesting to see these these genres amalgamating and uh anyway that you know the songwriting is is basically perfect for what it is that they're trying to accomplish yep yep they're they're nailing it uh i, I get such a heavy uh funeral diner like saddest landscape uh uh influence here but it's because of that screamo approach and i don't know i i definitely there's another band i wore out my listens to and uh definitely will be throwing down money for this record yeah it's excellent i i kept going back to it again and again yep and uh let's see we should listen to i was thinking that we could listen to concreto and that's uh track two from melancholia and that came out on February 9th of 2018. Here we go. So that was Concreto by Zuleta. 
and that's off their new EP Melancholia and that came out on February 9th of 2018 so next we're going to talk about Sectioned Sectioned are a mathcore heavy hardcore band from Edinburgh Scotland the band features members of Frontier and the music is both written and recorded by the guitarist Pedram um, so if you're just getting to know uh, Frontier, know that uh, this guy has got his hand in that as well. He also does all the production, uh, and his mixes are absolutely huge. And if you're looking for recording, uh, you can definitely hook you up at Outlier uh, Outlier Studios, which is the name of his uh, the studio. If you need engineering or mixing and mastering, you can hear the Frontier break uh, influence as soon as like the breakdowns come. And well, everything. you know, I wanted to say that I really compliment the fact that these are two distinct projects stylistically. I mean, Absolutely. There's, I mean, Frontier and Sectioned are two spiritually different things. You know, Sectioned is definitely more like on the heavier hardcore side and Frontier, I think, really just goes for the bonkers like math metal, math core side. It absolutely, and it pleases the absolutely. gent kids too. So everybody wins. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so accessible. Um, but we're not here to talk about frontier, so let's not let's not linger on so, that. Let's let's talk about section. Yeah, let's talk about section for a second here. Um, so new albums coming out. Uh, Annihilated, a lot of material on that album. Uh, we only have like one or two tracks to go off of right now. I believe it's just one track. Um, there's actually two tracks. Two tracks. There we go. Okay, two tracks. Too. So, um, and there's going to be another one out on Metal Injection here. Uh, I believe in the first week of April. What's great about this band? Uh, I would have been throwing down like you know whatever money you want for the album if it was available and everything. Mm-hmm. But when it is available, it will be available for free. Outlier Sound, I think, is the name of the studio. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, but Annihilated, uh, the album will be uh, once it gets released, it's actually will be available for free. Yeah. It, you know, digitally, is awesome. it is free. Of course, yeah. you can you can buy the physical uh, CD or and possibly vinyl in the future too. But. Yeah. I I really like that option though that you are just offering it up for free and. Yeah, it's really like it. it's really socialist to offer it at a very affordable or low price or even name your own price. But of course, I want it to appear in my collection. So if your your stuff is name your own price and I, I like it. You know, I want to rep that, and I'll I'll give you that dollar or two dollars or whatever. The so or if I'm feeling generous yep, more, of course. Yep, it was sectioned. Uh, I, I would easily throw them quite a few dollars mm-hmm. to for this many of many of dollars. Many many a plethora, of many of one myriad dollars. dollars. Yep, yep. And this is actually uh, sections first stuff since 2014. You know, I used to write about this band on Broken Circuit Monologue. Uh, I actually misspelled or mislabeled one of their tracks as prodigal son <laughs> i think padram like stepped in and corrected yeah, me close enough close enough yeah totally whoopsies sorry about that ped um but uh he probably doesn't even remember at this point because it was like in 2014 again when that and that's uh that split they did with uh, with shutter came out so good too and um so we're going to talk about i think we should listen to annihilated that's that's the new single okay it's cool. the uh the uh, the title track of the new album Annihilated by Sectioned, which comes out on April twenty seventh of two thousand eighteen. I have not heard this track yet, so here we go.
States that was annihilated by Sectioned. And that is the self-titled track from their, the title track rather, from their new album, which comes out on April 27th. So next we're going to talk about Seder. Seder are a post-hardcore band from Atlanta. You know, this is one that we had just... We went back and forth repeatedly about covering this band, um, but our fucking uh, so I feel uh, the story goes, Christian and I uh, heard uh, Seder uh, once or twice, and we were into him, but um, we were just not really into it fully. I don't know. It, it just it, both the band didn't grab us both. Um, Carson showed up here, uh, uh, showed up to San Francisco, hanging out and everything, uh, preached uh, the word of Seder, but. That week as well, Seder came out with a live video from yeah that uh, live and session Jam. exactly the Toast and so, Jam live session is what really sealed so the deal for me that really grew my appreciation for this band. I, I came here one day, uh, Christian showed me the the Toast and Jam uh, live session, and I basically looked over at him as I am right now and was like, well, "This is so good, <laughs> yeah, this is so good." So like it because you know it's as melodic and like pull off heavy post hardcore as it is. There's a lot of like really technical parts in this too like the, the drumming is absolutely spectacular it's really exciting the drumming is really exciting on this album and then live session it's apparent i fell in love with Seder as soon as i saw the real ass pr- people that were making it and then i saw what they were doing uh their roles in the band i was like oh god it damn, all makes so much more good. sense yeah, when you see so the live video and yep. you know it really recalls fall of troy for me dance, absolutely dance gavin dance um, chon a little bit a little know? bit of charm with again with the kind of the the post hardcore but you know technical technical riffage um, a lot like birds, maybe even a little bit too, but the, the, just in the fact that they're just screaming as well. These um, uh, the, the clean vocals really complement this like post hardcore like like um, progressive uh, thing that they're doing. Um, it, it's great. I I really want to hear clean vocals in this element like of music. You know, I was about to say that that's my only complaint. Actually, I do not not to say that I don't enjoy the clean vocals. I just wish that there was more screaming because as much as I love the singing. It sort of overwhelms the screaming on this. You kind of wants that dance, Gavin, dance element a little bit more. Yeah, you know? I wish yeah. they would. I wish they would be a little more. I wish it would be more brutal, dude. Hey, boom. <laughs> well, no, they I mean you know they're gonna do them, and that's that's great. Um, and we're gonna listen to Escapism Filament, which is track two from Neutrino, and that came out on March second of two thousand eighteen. Here we go. <laughs>
right? So that was Escapism Filament by Seder. And that's track two from Neutrino, which just came out on March 2nd of 2018. So next we're going to talk about Feral Lux. Feral Lux are a mathcore post-hardcore band from Florida. Again, we're really leaning into that uh, post-hardcore element this episode. <laughs> and we've covered them before. Uh, we featured them on one of our compilations, Mathcore Index Volume 3, if I recall correctly. Um, they released a really great album back in 2016 called No Rest, which I loved and jammed uh, quite a bit. And this new EP is, is no exception there. Four tracks of fucking awesomeness, dude. It, it really is. It's, it's excellent. And they're just so good at blending uh, mathcore technicality with these amazing post-hardcore hooks that just really really stay with you you know it, again as you say it's only four tracks but it, it offers quite a bit i uh i really like track three with the spoken word revenge uh, films you know that's yeah. so funny you bring that up that's the next thing i have in my notes it, adds, it adds just like this like punky kind of like hardcore feel to it the spoken that, word bit yeah. you know at the drive-in kind of yep. um, yeah dude absolutely it, I, you know it's 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 worth noting for sure because it's a it's a complete stylistic departure from the rest of the, the, rest EP. Of the yeah, yeah. and it's so funny uh you know i did not care for this material as much as i did no rest when it first came out i told you i purchased this album and you're like yeah but the last one was like I was, super good man like, i was yeah. very lukewarm on it when it first came yep. out to be completely yep. honest guys much love i just didn't for some reason it didn't click with me and now i'm like fucking hooked on it and i was on the other side where i hadn't even listened i really haven't listened to feral Lux much uh before this honestly but as soon as i listened to this album i bought it immediately so it says a lot because i mean to, for me to listen to like track one or two and then just go right to the fucking band camp and purchase the album it means a lot yeah uh, it, it's funny because again revenge films was the one that I, I rejected the most and now i i definitely dig it I, I appreciate it and they made a music video for it as well which was great um and it, but, but track two was the one that actually had me really coming back again and again because that Ooh, chorus. That's in my notes there too, dude. Holy I shit. Tell yep. Yeah, you know, I normally shy away from this melodic post-hardcore kind of element when I'm looking for new bands, uh, but they, they just execute this so spectacularly well um, that I think it deserves your attention. And um, But not that they skip on the math core either because there's certainly a lot of elements of botch and, and of course, cave in. This allowed, Rest in peace, uh, Caleb, by the way. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, this allowed me uh, to digest that uh, music a lot more, just the, the variance of it, you know? With only four tracks, mm -hmm. I'm able to, like, just take in and appreciate each track more. Because I only have four new tracks, so maybe I'll revisit the one track I didn't like as much like the, before, because, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So on that side, it's kind of cool that you are experimenting with an EP in a way, you know? Did they really... They really they're doing something cohesive. The, the chorus, especially, the, the desperate, I feel desperate chorus part of um, the song we're going to listen to is... So we're doing track two, right? Yeah, exactly. I spent a lot of time with this one in Euclid C. Climber, uh, Finder, rather. Um, and yeah, we're going to listen to track two, which is Destroyed Painting of a Loved One. And uh, that came out, or it's on, uh, from, rather, Cheap Funeral for You. And that came out on March 2nd of 2018. Here we go. I have to 
So that was Destroyed Painting of a Loved One by Pharaoh Lux. And that's track two from Cheap Funeral for You. And that came out on March 2nd of 2018. So next we're going to talk about Setsuko. S-E-T-S-U-K-O, Setsuko. What I would describe as a grindcore band with elements of screamo uh, and a little bit of death metal and crust perhaps. They're from Stockholm, Sweden. And this is a fascinating and just like eclectic listen that just represents so many styles of extreme music that I, I love in like one little dirty package. Um, but of course, it's, you know, it's punk at, at the, the root of it. Yeah. If anybody's aware of like just the, the, the screamo grind elements going on like in the, uh, the late 90s, early 2000s, I would really this like has to, it all. I would really like to compare <laughs> this band to uh, this band Shikari. Shikari had the same fucking like early, same spelling like, as Enter Shikari. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but before, horrible name drop. Sorry, before everybody. Enter Shikari. So, uh, this is the epitome of what I would view like that late '90s screamo grind going on. You know, uh, very just tyranny of shock. This is a sound from another time, basically. It is, is what you're it, saying. Fucking so. Where from where they are to uh, where they come from? Uh, I would say Chaos Pilot. Um, then like the American uh, uh, Tyranny of Shaw. Then from I believe it's France, Levi just uh, fucking Rain, You know. Um, All right, Levi, we get it. You know every band. No, it's just like I mean, like uh, this really took me back to like this. Uh, Levi is this old school screamo expert. Yeah, man, it really took me back to like a lot of Seven Inches, basically. Uh, Setsuko, I basically listened to and purchased it immediately, and I just keep getting these like thank god we document this nonsense yeah dude it's just like it's it's a lot of like uh heavy european screamo basically that's what i get um, that makes perfect sense considering yeah. they're from sweden too. there it is yeah because so, uh, i mean it's a little uh, foreign to me uh in terms i, cu- I couldn't like nail down an influence so the only like the only indexing kind of description i had was discordance access kind of like grindcore mm-hmm. um i was looking up why they uh were named Tsuko too because uh shikari i was always interested like why they were called Shikari. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe they're called after Sasuko Hara, uh, an actress. But like, I I would like to know why you guys call yourself Sasuko, um, being that you're from Sweden. Yeah, that's that's an interesting. Band. I'm just always interested, like when you're clearly it's it's Japanese. Yeah, so like, what like you're from Sweden? Like, what's the whole story? Like, uh, where, why, that kind of thing. I want to know. Yeah, um, and just this is a. I'm just getting back to the music. This is this is a great listen. There are absolutely no frills in this record. No no solos. You know no noodling. No you melody. Could, no identifiable pick, hook or catch. Yeah, you could pick like any track like right now, and I'd be like, yeah, sure. Because like <laughs> I I mean 
like I'm telling you, I purchased it and I've been jamming this shit. If you just want to hear some fucking, you know, someone pile on the blast beats with the riffs and you know filthy screams, and it screams. It's it screams. And just, that's the best thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh god, it's it's amazing. Uh, this is a really great listen. Super intense, and uh, I don't really even know what track to listen to. Do you have a favorite? Uh, the um, God, it's it's track one or two it's like the death of the mother or something like that um let's see here you're talking about mother's dead mother's death yes um that one i highly suggest so we're gonna listen to mother's dead mother's dead yeah and that's uh, track one from the shackles of birth and that came out on march 6th of 2018 here we go So that was Mother's Dead by Satsuko. And that's off their new album, which is called The Shackles of Birth. And that came out on March 6th of 2018. So next we're going to talk about Lou Kelly. Lou Kelly is a musician based out of Ukiah, California. He's also a, a good friend of mine, a former bandmate, we played together in a band called Antarctica, although most of you probably know him from his incredible solo project called Zellophilia. And uh, infamously, 
he did a parody of MathCast last year. And uh, lately he's been, which was, was so funny, he too. He fucking nailed it. He really did. He he got us good. And uh, lately he's been working on a lot of orchestral music, you know, using orchestral samples from strings and, uh, you know, timpani and what have you, you know, and combining this with hardcore punk and, and metal and mathcore and what have you. And, you know, I think this release proves that this can be done and it can be done well. He's brought in a bunch of various vocals too, uh, vocalists rather from NorCal-based bands, as well as Logan from Juan Bond. Heavy Mr. Bungle influence. Absolutely, you know, there's no guitars to speak of in this project. It's it's all it's all orchestral strings, woodwinds, what have you, um, but with metal percussion. I caught myself waiting for the next sound. I don't know how <laughs> else to describe that. Um, uh, he definitely got me in this sporadic instrumental, uh, like, I mean, not instrumental, but just the use of multiple instruments. Um, it really, it, it, it grabbed me in the right way. I, I think we were trying to say is he used an entire orchestra uh, worth of instruments. So it's, it's, it's yeah, far broader is. than what you're accustomed to hearing. But do you this know what I've been trying like? to get you to go to the symphony forever. But do you know what I didn't like, <laughs> Christian? He just didn't have any lyrics. And you know, I just... Uh, of course, Levi couldn't find the lyrics... Lou. I'm very upset, Lou. I, uh, <laughs> um, Lou on the Bandcamp page uh, will uh, call me out on the bottom, uh, specifying that, <laughs> uh, yes, I'm well aware that I don't have lyrics. Uh, so thanks for calling me out, I, Lou. I think you've complained about it enough times that everyone fucking knows, Levi, so... Uh, and then... Uh, you're, gonna give, you're gonna give everybody a fucking and complex. Naturally, naturally, the guy that makes that like basically makes a, a satire of our... What? It was like... Our third episode in. Yeah, our and third episode. He, <laughs> he like already was on top of us. So we are creatures of routine. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna listen to track one from the Bulgarian Philharmonic. <laughs> I thought you would appreciate that. <laughs> I really did. And the Bulgarian Philharmonic EP. I appreciate you, Lou. Thanks for this, man. This is good. Of course, uh, yeah, he, he nailed it. He, he's on top of his shit. Everything that he's been involved with is, is super good. Um, and this came out on March 16th of 2018. Here we go. Uh, take one. <laughs> Yeah. 
So that was Buzz by the, rather by uh, Luke Kelly. By the Luke Kelly. <laughs> Luke Kelly. Dropped the stage name for a second. Um, and that's uh, off the Bulgarian Philharmonic. And that just came out on March 16th of 2018. Where'd you get the artwork from? I really like the artwork. It is, it's Heronymus, if I recall correctly. He you just, cultured son of a bitch. No, 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 no. Uh, trust me, I definitely read... <laughs> I just read the footnotes. He's oh. like, yeah, that's Heronymus' art with my... my uh, Some text slapped on it. <laughs> nice. What's, what, what's Heronymus gonna do? Sue me? <laughs> <laughs> so punk. So fucking punk. Yeah, oh, here we go. The artwork explanation at the bottom is album artwork. The artwork is just the part of the famous right panel of the Renaissance painter Heronymus's The Garden of Earthly Delights. Yes, I just slightly recolored the image and slapped a little title on it. <laughs> Badass so, motherfucker. Badass motherfucker. Good stuff, good stuff. All right, so next we're going to revisit a couple of artists that we've talked about before. Woo! And uh, first we're going to revisit Good Game. We always save our revisits for the end of the episode if we, if we do that potentially. We try not to do it very much, but we do it when it warrants it, and this certainly does. And Good Game are a math rock, math pop. I would, I mean, they're really rocking that that particular, the, the latter descriptor, um, really effectively right now because this is so full of, of just poppiness. And um, they're, you know, some of the members are from Boston, some of the members are from California originally, um, but I think they're just mostly based out of, of Boston at this point. And they just put out a new EP, Good Luck, Have Fun. And, of course, we, we were both totally like into Don't Blow It last year. That made my, my uh, year-end list. Good Game is just awesome and amazing. Um, I flip shit on the last release. I flip shit on this release. I'll this is the, this is the future of, of, of Math Rock here. And just the Absolutely. Future of Absolutely. No, no picks. It's, it's, all, it's all finger-tapping. They're, they're at the... The height, uh, the the pinnacle of this kind of technique right it now. It is beautiful math rock. I mean, it is. It, it it's just glorious. Is, it's delicate. And we're talking about we're talking about very educated musicians. We're talking, you know, music students. So it's it's musically sound as well. The the vocal harmonization is is practically perfect in every way, and just so well executed. I'll, uh, this is a band where you we, we only... He, we've heaped so much praise on this band, yeah. I don't think we could possibly do it anymore at this point. I'll just say one thing. Uh, you've given me six tracks to listen to so far, um, and I can't pick a favorite. I just, I really enjoy every and, fucking track. You know, and just shout out to, uh, you know, just Brock especially, just a wonderful person who just posts inspiring things every day on Facebook. <laughs> Just a, just a, a great person. Um, um, you guys add the instrumental tracks on each EP, which is really fucking awesome. I don't know why, but there's something about um, when I'm walking down the street and I just knocked out uh, uh, the third track on uh, the first EP, and all of a sudden I'm revisited for the instrumentals. Well, it's, honestly, it's kind of a challenge to like keep up with the meter, you know? Like, yeah, with, but I mean, the, like the vocal cues. Uh, my, my well, myself, uh, not uh, <laughs> not uh, being really much of it. Uh, you're musician. not trained. Yeah, I'm not trained at all, really. At, yeah, at anything. 
but uh but i really he's uh, completely untrained folks uh, at all uh but i really appreciate um just the inter- instrumentals uh, added at the end I, and also like when i'm giving you my money it really makes me feel like i got my money's worth because not only did i get like the vocal version but i got the in- instrumental version as well you know um, yeah, if you're not if you're somebody who doesn't really feel the um the instrumental or excuse me the vocal takes then yeah. you can you can just nerd out on the fact that there's also incredible and i do i do um, you know instrumental musicianship here too um on this EP, Addy is a lot uh, more to the front of the vocal approach. Yeah, Brock is a little lower in the mix on this one. I I don't mind it, but Brock, I love your fucking vocals, and I love Addy and you you together. Like they they blend. Yeah, your voices blend so really perfectly. well. Yeah, I, I wish I wish good I wish good game would be you two on top, basically nonstop because that's I mean it it really gives me goosebumps a lot. So Me that's too. my that's my 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 artist suggestion there. My untrained. I really hope to see so. them on tour, considering that Nate is from the Bay. What up, Nate? Hey, Nate, let's hang out. Let's talk some time. Just get your email. Oh God, here we go again. No, I just want his email. That's all I want. What? All right, Levi, that's enough. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're gonna listen to uh, Super Collider. I just met her, and that's <laughs> track one from Good Luck, Have Fun. And that just came out on March 6th of 2018. Here we go.
All right, so that was Super Collider. I just met her. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> it is funny, though. Um, by Good Game. And that's off their new EP, Good Luck, Have Fun. And that just came out on March 6th of 2018. So, last... We're going to talk about Void Dweller again, our second revisit, um, rather our first revisit to this project. Void Dweller is a hip-hop... One person? Yeah, it's a hip-hop project, a one-person hip-hop project from Iowa. It's uh, Trevor Baker, also of Gasoline Fight, which is a band that we covered previously in another podcast last year. Oh, fucking yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, so this guy's got excellent screaming chops and excellent hip-hop chops. Uh, just really good, like legitimately good hip hop. The merger of the two. I'm really is picky. Wonderful. I'm very, very picky about hip hop, and this is, yeah, and exactly this. Well, he brings together. It's so. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Just it's the vernacular, man. All this, the screaming, and the fact that he samples all these bands that I love. Uh, most notably, Why'd you call him the homies. He samples the homies. He most certainly does sample the homies. Levi. Ah, yes. <laughs> Chiefly sampling, um, I would say, you know, Frontier and the Central come to my mind immediately. That, that's why I was like, oh fuck, he he done did it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they do Cal's Dowboys too. Cal's Dowboys as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know, honestly, I don't want to give it away too much because it's kind of like an Easter egg hunt. And as much as you guys might hate us for doing this, we're gonna play the whole mixtape, which is ten minutes long. It's five tracks. But I think you'll find yourself thoroughly enjoying this, especially if you enjoy uh, Death Grips um, and you want to have some hip-hop with uh, screaming. Well, this is for you. Um, it, it really does it for me. And again, I'm very, very picky about my hip-hop. Yeah, this is the ender, you know? Like, just enjoy it, everyone. Um, also, it's just funny because this is a tribute to the odd-metered Mathcore memes uh, shitposting group on Facebook, which is just has so many people from Mathcore Index as well. Um, the community that dwells there is is just fucking so witty and hilarious, and sometimes extremely annoying and um, borderline sociopathic. But it's <laughs> 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 I still I still love you guys though, OMM crew. Um, so we're gonna listen to OMMMMMMMMMMM by Void Dweller, and it's the odd metered Mathcore memes mini mega mix that's all the m's and that came out on march 18th of 2018 also i just want to point out the fact that he he samples mathcast in this so it's it's just funny um that we've been we've been sampled multiple times carson sampled me (laughs) saying the wrong fucking song title leave us alone everyone (laughs) all right just leave us alone. we get it we're dummies just leave us alone all right, here we go. He is an absolute animal. It's kind of crazy. Highly recommended. Hey, he went the distance with Kimbo Slice. I mean, that's who he is. I mean, he had he almost beat Kimbo Slice in a boxing match. So it's an interesting Keep the group with me, keep 
this week so like how so goes all Jenny She's the gun that's playing in her back And she ain't pissed a look when I'm playing crap So I'm breaking on crazy Coming with the rest of some people Cause people get admitted from the back Looking to the fucking high for real Something to be by ATR after real I'm a hustle for the reason that it's coming to my field Send me a lot of life and simulation You feel like animal fat Place with cold and black Blood plate looks with girls unchecked I'm in this new face like a shit gets wrecked Trying to be a rich crowd dream Hip-Hop Project It's a hip-hop project from Iowa uh, That samples various math
see you do that. Do what? Check your guns. You never know. It's a program. They get loaded every time the exact same way. Hume teaches us that no matter how many times you drop a stone and it falls to the floor, you never know what will happen the next time you drop it. It might fall to the floor, and then again it might float to the ceiling. Past experience can never prove the future. Slamming through the fucking system, niggas angry, I'm a miss Took our gun off the sauce, never give a single shit I look bleak and drunk deep All the audience play, all the vibes still hold the seat All the pisses on the meat, you wear it for the TNT As I slam the microphone through your fucking crazy team Play a melody for my
All right, so that was O M M M M M M by Void Dweller, <laughs> the odd metered math core memes mini mega mix. And hopefully you stuck around for the entirety of that mixtape because it is so good. Uh, that Psyopus bit especially just... They obviously did because they're listening to us right now. I, I hope you did. <laughs> I hope you made it because that, that's legit. <laughs> that's so legit. It's legit, dog. That was fresh to death, yo. <laughs> um, you drink because that's a MySpace thing kind of thing. You have to drink for that, so... All right, uh, so I, I guess it about wraps that up for the um, the nineteenth episode of Mathcast. I'm your host Christian, and I'm your co-host Levi, and we'll be back again next month with some more sick underground bands. Good night and stay beautiful. Ah!